You're listening to the Short Shift Podcast, proud member of the Black and Gold Podcast Network. You can support the show by leaving a comment and five-star rating on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Player FM, Google Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcast platforms. Cynically acclaimed, incredibly online. And now your hosts, Thomas Nystrom, Andrew Johnson, and Ian Bonner. Enjoy the show. Hi, folks. It is the NHL trade deadline episode of the Short Shift Podcast, episode 61. This is Thomas Nystrom. I have Andrew Johnson and Ian Bonner with me. Boys, silly season is in full effect. We've already seen some really lopsided, ignorant trades. Going back to everything that I've said for the last couple of weeks, I don't know if the Bruins have the, uh, the collateral to pull off the moves that some people may want to see. And the moves that we've seen so far lending credence to uh, exactly that train of thought. How are you guys feeling so far? Just a few hours away from the trade deadline on Monday. I was feeling good. Um, there were a couple when? Of- Why? Why were you feeling good? Hang How on, hang possibly- on, hang on. Please sorry, hang explain. on. Relax. Relax. I'll, I'll calm down. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was feeling good because there were there were a couple of pretty solid trades that happened. Um, I really, for example, I really like the uh, Kelly Arncroft deal. Yeah, that's a good one. Second, uh, 2022 second, a 2023 fourth, and a 2024 seventh. Ron Francis doing some work. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, mm. no, no, he's, no, 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 no. We're not going to dive directly into that yet. We're just starting. He's recouping picks. So, okay, no, no. This is this is leading to something. And then, and then, Ben Sherratt. You're just spoiling all the talking points. You're just going right into it. We're just doing it. I, we're going right into it, baby. Can I'm I ter- say how I'm I was feeling? feeling fine. And now I'm fucking terrified because I'm of that so one scared. trade. I'm so scared. It's, it's, it's actually a travesty because <laughs> this Bruins team cannot afford to do what the Panthers did. The Panthers have been terrible for years. And now they've the past couple of years, they've built up and gotten better. But a lot of these teams with all these assets... The Avalanche five years ago were an absolute joke. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking about teams that have built themselves the right way and have all these assets and are now in bidding wars with each other, which feels like the perfect time because no one took the last two seasons seriously enough at the deadline. I mean, I don't really have the paper in front of me for what was done in the past couple of years, but now it feels like this year teams are spending. Mm-hmm. I think people have finally learned how to work within the framework of the flat cap. Sure. I'm scared because the Bruins cannot afford to do what some of these teams are doing. I will say every single person off the board right now doesn't bother me. It's what they're going for that concerns me. For sure. I think the biggest, the biggest name that's gone off the board so far has been Frank Petrano. I mean, technically it's Sherratt, but yeah. it, uh, that's that's just and let's just are we just going to talk about Sherratt? Should we just start there? Yeah, I, I, mean, I think I, I think we should because that's the market that's been set, and that's that's kind of what I was leading into. That trade means nothing to me. Uh, I it's hilarious, honestly, but 
it's really not that funny in the scope of what we're going to see uh, going forward. Like this sets a terrible, uh, well, I don't even know how precedent. to determine. Yeah. It's this sets a terrible precedent for, for what we're going to see in the trade deadline now. Like it's, it's scary. And, and one of the things that immediately jumped out to me when I saw that trade is this is going to make certain general managers gun shy to make an offer right now. And, who likes to stay quiet until the last fucking minute? Sweeney. Sweeney does. So what are we going to see? Are we not going to see something until like fucking noon on Monday? Two o'clock. It could be coming. It could be 3.15. Yeah. When, I was just about uh, to say, that's, three, that's 3.15. Yeah. yeah. That's Drew Sappin for six through and through. There are two. There are two trains of thought here. There's one where the Sherratt trade has set the market. That, that, that first a decent prospect. I don't know a lot about him, but I've been hearing highs and lows about him. Great then, shot, low hockey IQ, but can put the puck in the net. There uh, you go. So a Ty decent Simulac. prospect. Yep. Uh, in a fourth. So maybe it set the market. Or there are 26 teams laughing at that. Mm-hmm. And it didn't set the market at all. It was just one team finally paid the price for a media story that lasted well over a year Mm -hmm. and not well over a year. I'm exaggerating, but six months. I, I don't, I think it set the market. Honestly, I lean to that side, but I wonder if the war room for the Bruins are just, they're chuckling. They're just going, we were never ever going to pay that for that guy. They have eyes on a couple other people that we're going to talk about a couple other players that we're going to talk about, but I am comfortable knowing that this front office wasn't trying to do that with that player. Mm-hmm. So at very least I can feel okay about that. But you know, all it takes is one trade like that to set two thirds of the general managers scrambling for, Oh God, we have to either add, or we have to get as many assets as we can. And then, yeah. You know, you have two teams hitting panic buttons at the same time and, you know, neither team wins. I would say only one trade so far is where both team won, and that was the Yarncroft trade. Yep. Seattle got their draft picks, and Flames got their third, their bottom six Swiss Army knife. Yeah, the, the Sherratt trade to me also, it could have been one of those trades that opened up the floodgates, and we started seeing a lot of general managers immediately making phone calls and uh, earlier trades. I, I think I'm kind of with Ian in the sense that I'm hoping that other GMs were looking at it and been like, no, that's, that's not an okay deal. That's <laughs> not, that's not where we're going, but we're not going to really find out. I think over the weekend, I think a, a good amount of teams actually are off for the weekend. I know the Bruins are off for the weekend, but looking at the schedule, it does seem a little bit light. So I'm hoping that where you see a lot of movement over the the weekend. So that Monday is just kind of, last licks, maybe one big splashy deal, more of a a maintenance deadline day and it's calm. So I don't have to completely shit my job. (laughs) I want to actually try to try to do my shit on Monday. I'm calling out out on Monday. Ryan heads up. I am legitimately, (laughs) legitimately curious about if I will wake up Monday morning and go, you know what? This is too important (laughs) and not a holiday. It is a holiday. It is a holiday. It should be at least. Yep. So far, I mean, I, well, so I, I, far, what's what's your actual your so your favorite deal is a yard cart deal so far. My fa- my well, my, it's not my favorite deal. It's the deal I think works for both parties. My favorite deal 
um, in terms of in terms of oh god what are they going to do and so far it looks like they've already they've already slapped down one thing they were going to do was Vetrano for a fourth yeah love that deal for mm-hmm. the Rangers I love that deal for the Rangers I yeah. love that deal for the Rangers and the original asking price was a second round pick and the Rangers went no 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 that reminds me of a young man named McBain. Mm. No, we shouldn't. Oh. Should we? No, we shouldn't. We got McLaughlin. We're fine. No, I'm just kidding. I still kind of, I'm still very, I'm still high end Charlie Coyle, like I said, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking at that. I'm looking at that. Did you say McLaughlin? Glock? McLaughlin. Is it McLaughlin? McLaughlin. Why did I think it was McLaughlin? Like with an F, a GHF. It can be pronounced both ways. <laughs> it, can be, it can be both. It can be both. Shut up. <laughs> Tia! Oh, God. <laughs> now, for the Rangers, we like that deal for the Rangers, but at the same time as not Rangers fans, we kind of don't like it. that deal because it does. It kind of sets them up where they can make another splashy move. Mm-hmm. They're going to be a good playoff team this year, and I I don't know. If, if they're able to pull off something else, they're going to be a dangerous team and a team that we're not going to want to see. Well, I love the deal for the Rangers, but it's it's I don't love the pa- deal for the Panthers yet because like I said, they cleared cap space, but they decided to use part of that cap space on Ben Sherat. Yeah. There's prevailing wisdom that they're clearing the deck chairs for Giroux. If they get Giroux, I like it for the Panthers. Yeah, and that's an interesting fit too. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. And, I think you. I think you mispronounced terrifying fit. Yeah, ter- yeah terrifying fit. There's already. There always. There's. There already appears to be a framework. Uh, Panthers prospect Owen Tippett's being held out, and Philly likes him. So they're certainly not done as far as the Panthers goes. I. I agree with the Sherratt deal and everything that the, the Vetrano deal kind of looks weird or because of it. Uh, there's so much depth on that Panthers team. I think Giroux is still a long shot for them. I think they have to overpay pretty heavily just to get him away from from a couple of the other teams that are they I think he prefers to, to overpay. To. However, I mean they are. They they yeah. could do it. And, um, that, and there you go. But the teams are going against the Abs can also overpay for anyone they want, whenever they want. So okay, so it's. The Ben Chirac deal, we're all laughing. We are laughing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Petrano deal, where we're kind of cautiously like just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Do you have an idea of who the Rangers might be targeting? Who the Rangers might be targeting? Yeah, because uh, I don't think I, they're done either. I don't think they're done either. But I don't. I I don't know what they want. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know what they would want. I think to shore up the bottom six, like a bottom six score, like Petrano, is a great move. Yeah. I don't know if that's all they want. Um, it's a perfect low cost move though mm-hmm. um, for them. And I hate saying that, but it's true. The problem with the Rangers is they need so much and their record doesn't say that, but other than Adam Fox and Shesterkin and Panarin, I'm kind of sitting there going, God, you guys do not roll lines. What was that question you asked in the group chat, Ian? Oh, this will be fun. Actually, if we're going to talk Rangers, would you rather face a team that is all goaltending in the playoffs or rolls four lines? Rolls four lines. Yeah, see, I'm the opposite. I would say goaltending. Well, okay. What's your reasoning, Thomas? I, I Goaltenders can have a bad night. Four lines, you can't expect everybody to be flat. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I think through. you can. I think you can get to a goaltender, but lines. If you're rolling four lines, they're somebody's going to break through. Look at us right now. Mm-hmm. Our third line is fucking carrying this. Oh, team. they're so good. Yeah, they're carrying us right now. If you take away that line, our top line's doing pretty much nothing. Mm-hmm. We have fucking Bergeron out with an arm infection. Like this team would be a little. We would be more in trouble. Because yeah. the second second line hasn't been impressive. No. Like, it, no. we are a one-line team, and it is our fucking third line. The second line is an everything except for score, though. Yeah. I mean, they've yeah. been all over the place in the games. I think yeah. Taylor Hall had two assists against Chicago. Yeah. There. That's and, true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But they're just not – I think it's, it really boils down to the first line and how that hasn't been performing. There's no but finish. To, there's no finish. And, but to Thomas's whole point – that third line, that depth rolling multiple lines, I completely agree. I'd rather play a team that's all goaltending, and if we get goalied for a seven-game series, I can live with that at the end of the mm-hmm. day and just go, you know what? Fuck. We just couldn't beat them. If well, we look- get bullied by four lines the entire series, yeah. see Islanders last year, I don't want to – I get mad. I, I, I can't live that down that we were just the worst – team and i know that's weird to say because goaltenders are part of the team but it feels like a second separate entity yeah it's yeah, goaltenders, I, goaltenders are their own are their own on their own island we but. we got goalied in the chicago game and, and still we took, won and we won that's that's kind of where i'm going at and sidebar mm. flowers pads are so pretty oh my god the He's fucking just, the oh. tan classics man those it looks so good so good like the only thing I like about Chicago right now, obviously, would probably be that sweater. Other than that, the whole organization could fall off a fucking cliff. But can I can I say so something? Good. Speaking of flower, you think Vegas is uh, regretting their choice right now? Maybe Robin Leonard's out for the year with a patella fracture. Has that been confirmed? Yes. Oh, I didn't baby. see that. I that must have just that happened today that they released that. Yeah, right? that happened just about maybe a half hour before we started recording. Okay. Jesus. Well, I will say that Flurry would have been run out of Boston immediately. He would not have been made a good Bruin at all. But I love him. I really do enjoy him. He would have this fan base. Nice guys of the league for real. Yeah. This fan base would have run him out of town immediately. Same with Toronto. If he was like a a, a Maple Leaf, would have run him out. Pittsburgh ran him out. Like Mm -hmm. after after cups, they ran him out. (laughs) Toronto could use him right now. Yes. And that's Mm -hmm. I think that's something we gotta talk about. Mm -hmm. That's right. We don't need goaltending, though. I still don't think so. so. Swayman's come back to earth, but we don't need goaltending, which I love the fact this team is never going to the deadline needing goaltending mm-hmm. because that's the biggest question mark to actually fill as far as a position. It's almost impossible. Know. Yeah. It's almost impossible. You have so no voodoo. clue if the style of the goalie is going to come in and actually work with the team. That's it's so clue. voodoo. Goaltending is so voodoo. Yeah. And, and I think, I think. Just to answer, just to answer your question, Ian, the reason that I would rather I, I would rather take on four lines and getting goalied is because when you get goalied, it's I think it's more of a psychological beatdown than it sure. is. So it affects all of your game, not just it affects every part of your game. And to your point, even though I disagree, last year playing Washington, um, they were rolling three lines. Their third line was one of the best in the league mm-hmm. and their goaltending couldn't hold up. And that's why we smoked them. We smoked them in that series. And well, I thought we were the better team, but they could roll three lines. 
Mm-hmm. So th- that's to your point as well. But um, do you want to get into uh, some of the shit that the Avs did? Because we already mentioned the Avs and they've been a little bit active. They're going for it, are they not? Yeah. Josh Manson for a second round pick and uh, defensive prospect Drew Hellison. Mm-hmm. And a good one. Pull. That's a that's a that's a good pull. That's a good, that's a decent pull for Anaheim too. Hellison's a legit prospect. Mm-hmm. And Mason's been really bad this year. <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, he's been like a step up. He's been like a step above Ben Sherratt this year, but here's the, here's the difference. Ben Sherratt may be playing third pairing minutes in Florida. Manson is definitely playing. Manson is definitely play, paying third play third pair minutes in Colorado. And they actually paid what would be a third pairing price. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Tyson Jost for Nico Sturm, which I like Tyson Jost as a player, top 10 pick. Um, we kind of fell into a defensive role with uh, Colorado, which is an ill fit. I think Tyson Jost is a better player, but Nico Sturm is definitely the better fit. He's a defensive forward. He's he's solidifying that fourth line. So and he clears cap space. And he clears cap space as well. So that's solidifying the fourth line and the third pairing, third pairing defensive. Great. Oh, God. They're getting Giroux, aren't they? <laughs> I want, but if there's a landing space that I want Giroux to go to, it's the Avs. Because yeah, yes, I am. Us. I am a. I my second team is the Avs. Many of you know that. Uh, he goes out of the out of the conference, and I want to see how many superstars a fucking team can have. I want to see this Avs team go twelve and zero to the finals. <laughs> I would love a bulldozer just careening through that Western Conference. That has a lot of question marks right now. A lot of question Get marks. Get everybody. I, I, and I know that I'm going to sound hypocritical because I didn't want Vegas to do exactly this because I thought I hated them. And uh, I've confirmed since then that I hate them. I want to see the Avs do this. Just well, Vegas by might not even make the playoffs. And they're out right now. Yeah, they are. And they're four down nine, to four nine and two chance. ever since they got Eichel. Yeah. Is that, but that's not like a karma thing. I think the Eichel stuff was <laughs> legitimate. It? It, well, unless you want to call karma for all their cheesy bullshit that makes the league better and more advertisable to younger fans, that's exactly what we need. But I still hate them for it. I'm an old man. Leave me alone. I don't think it's karma because the Jack Eichel trade was a smart one to make. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want that guy? They gave up real prospects for him that are working well for Buffalo. Yeah. We might 10 years from now go, Wow, Buffalo won that trade. We might actually say that. But we might say that. We might say that in the sense of now the ripple effect of the Jack Eichel trade is Max Pacioretty, uh, Max Pacioretty being in and out of the lineup, Mark Stone being LTIR'd, and guys like Riley Smith being out being out long term as well. At least we know they're not pulling a Tampa Bay. Yeah. Are we they? know that because they can't <laughs> afford to throw away points right now. Yeah, right, for sure. <laughs> Who is playing at Tampa Bay right now, though? Someone is. Oh, the ass. That's right. Shit. Yeah. Mm. They're doing that. They're making smart <laughs> trades. They're setting themselves up. This is this is the right year for them to do what they're doing, though, because, yeah. like you said, the West is kind of lackluster right now. It's like, Colorado and everyone is, else right now. It, that's that's oh, yeah. it. And they can oh, yeah. make a fucking run. Like The path is clear for them. And if they get a player like Giroux or... Or, or just anybody, anybody else on that team to load up just that little bit more, Western Conference is fucked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The For only sure. team 
And I got to give a lot of, I'm, I'm really impressed because I did not see this coming. The Calgary Flames yep. are so responsible. And I don't even like, yes, they're playing like the cardiac kids again. They're scoring goals. They're doing their thing. But you want to talk about every single player buying in. They are so responsible in their zone. They're making Markstrom look like an absolute animal. And he's played well. Don't get me wrong. Nine shutouts is crazy. I'm pretty sure he's at nine, right? Nine. That's right. Yeah. Crazy. But how many how many shutouts does he have with less than 24 shots on net? Because I'm assuming... I'm assuming that's got to be it's at least gotta be like five or six, right? maybe five or six. He right? had like a 15 save shutout earlier this year. I think he just got a 19 save one. Like that team's so, so responsible in every move they make. Mm-hmm. The, the coaching has been amazing. That's coach of the year by far. And if for some reason I'm blanking Suter? his name. Oh yeah. Daryl Suter. Is that right? I, I, like I'm totally blanking right now. It's Daryl Suter. Okay, great. I don't know like why. Your beer face. Is, is it all the tequila? Is it the tequila that's getting me? Are you already drunk, Ian? Well, I mean, <laughs> not that bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, like th- that's coach of the year. I don't, I don't know who else can be even in the race right now. No, that no, team it, is it, the it, only one who could go into a series with the Avs, be plucky underdog, and really cause some trouble. I think they can cause some trouble, or they can completely. Well, this is going to sound dad joke, but they could flame out real quick too. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. He said the thing. Got him. No, but you know what I mean? Like this, this is a team that can kind of come apart real quick because of lack of experience and a lot of youth. And look, like they're playing energetic hockey right now, but it's April. They got to, they have to carry this momentum in another two and a half, three months. Wait, it's not, but it's not two and a half, right? It's where are we at right now? Because we, we only have what, 20 games left. Yeah. That's a month and a half. That's that's with the way the schedule's working right now. Everyone's playing every other day, basically. Is that mm-hmm. what it is? We're getting closer and closer. Like we're really in the. We're starting to get to that final stretch. Are we gonna? Is this enough time for the all of these people to all these new guys to gel with their with, with their teams? Not what for a goalie. Yeah. Not for a goalie. <laughs> Not for a goalie. But for all for but for you know some forwards and defensemen. But what I, what I'm saying is though, like if if Calgary's going to make a run, they have to stay this good for at least another two months because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got another month and a half of the regular season, and then the playoffs aren't exactly a quick thing. Oh, you're right. No, you know yeah, what I mean? You're like, absolutely right. You got to make you, you can't just peter out in the first round. And Fly I don't want to see that because how amazing would it be if it's. Why did I laugh oh. the second time it was said? <laughs> it's not the Calgary Peters, you dick. I changed it up. <laughs> should um, be the, the it Calgary should be the Peters. Calgary Peters. Peterborough, shout out. <laughs> I love this episode. We're just jumping around from team to team, just talking hockey. We never do the whole league stuff, and I'm having so much fun here. Oh, no, I great. do. I got to bring it back to Bruins, though, because, Thomas, I need to get your take on this because you have been so adamant about this. Jake DeBrusque reportedly is now a 50-50 to stay with the Bruins. And who's reporting that? Friedman. <laughs> Where's that information coming from? Is it coming I- from? It's not coming from DeBrusque's camp. His agent didn't come out and say, well, he's 50-50 if he's going to stay. We're just talking about the idea of, is it worth keeping him as a rental? We've had mm-hmm. this discussion. We've talked about it on this podcast. But Do we think it's, it's a good about, idea? It's not about what we think is a good idea because we all agree, terrible idea. Right? We all agree with that. I think it can backfire. And, and for that reason, I would like to see him moved. I think Sweeney's playing a game a little bit. Yeah. I think he's trying to speed it up. 
Like, okay, okay. He could be our, he could be our rental. If you want you better, you, you guys, you have four days to make better offers. Yeah, that's true. I agree with that to a sense, but I also fully believe that Sweetie was never going to make a move on DeBrusque unless he liked the deal. Yeah. Ever. No, I think, but, I think both and, of those and, can and 100% he has said that. He has said that straight up. He, one thing that I, that I have always liked about Sweeney's tenure in terms of, in terms of the trade deadline is he never, he has never made a trade just to make one. It's always had to at least work in some capacity. Even the John Michael Lyles and Lee Stepniak trades had that logic to them. It wasn't Lee Stepniak. Oh man, we could really use a guy like that right now. <laughs> I will kick you through this screen. <laughs> and hey, I, hey, Brian Gianta. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. At the time, I was kind of like, you know what? Gianta, he could bring a little grit. Yeah. And it turned that was out. Such a he low, scored, he it scored, was a low risk thing. Yeah. He scored seven points in his first 10 games and then he died. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see that a lot. I we've talked about this. I think that the DeBrus thing is the symptom is is worse than the cure. Keeping him around is going to end up being something that he falls off a cliff, which we've already kind of seen a little bit, hmm. just a little bit. I think he needs to get moved. We all I think we all agree with that. If the front office doesn't move him, I'm afraid it's something that we talk about at the end of the season as the reason we didn't move on. Yeah. In the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid that that loses us a series. Is that an over like am I worrying too much? Probably, but we need an actual I don't even say top 6 right wing, but we need somebody who has confidence and can be a trigger guy up there smith was a good villain i was just about to say i was like we need another smith at that where point. do you find one though yeah. smith was one of the most underrated signings we've we've ever had mm-hmm. uh, or at least in the past 15 years awesome awesome signing where do we find another guy like that cloning project no is there a guy on this list that we've we've kind of put up that fits that that mo because I don't think there is a guy that you can put anywhere and just be like comfortable with it. We either need to go shop for a true top six right wing or man, super utility guy. There's yeah. one guy on that list. There's one guy on that list above all of them that can fit that role. I swear to God, if you say Phil Kessel, I actually am going to hit you through the screen. No, I'm not Phil Kessel. I'm actually speaking seriously. Okay. I swear to God, if you don't say Phil Kessel, I'm going to actually hit you through the screen. <laughs> I just really want to hit you. Yeah. Just- <laughs> Phil Kessel. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Andrew Kopp. Yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Sorry. He's been connected. He's been connected to Boston for quite a while. And I, if we got an Andrew Kopp, let's go. That is a Craig Smith type through and through. Was I'm I prob- just so loud that I heard myself through your speaker? Yeah, I, I got like I got echo too. <laughs> yep. I yep. might have to put a beat behind that shit. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Andrew Kopp was a throwaway name that I mentioned in my trade deadline video on YouTube. Low quality Bruins fan, plug it up. But nailed it. I really like, I really like when he brings to the table. I don't know what it costs to get him. He's a total enigma to me right now. But the guy can play. I'd love to see him in a Bruins sweater. Play he has, center. He has a similar uh, thing to to him, like Smith, though, where he's a little bit streaky. Mm-hmm. But when he's hot, he's fucking hot. 
he's hot and I, I don't know about his looks. I can't really speak to that. <laughs> no, not everybody is Jeremy Swayman or Craig Smith on this team. The wall yeah. makes him a nine. <laughs> <laughs> but Jesus Christ. But, I mean, does it, hold the, I'm sorry. Am I shallow? I'm just saying <laughs> the wall adds extra points. It, mm-hmm. it does. But Andrew Cop, Andrew Cop could play all three positions. He could play up and down the lineup. He is a he's a, he could play the PK. He could play the power play. He plays everywhere. He plays every situation. If I'm Winnipeg, that's a low key expensive piece. But I don't think he's going to be that expensive, Kevin. Why? J- uh, because I don't think Kevin Chilladayoff, Kevin Chilladayoff, Kevin Chevrolet. I don't think Kevin Chevrolet actually knows the, the value of his own players. No so one has ever gonna... said that name successfully. It's okay. It's really yeah. okay. <laughs> Kevin Chevrolet, Chever Kevin Lay, um, <laughs> <laughs> Chevrolet Cruz. I don't think I. I they don't know what they, they they don't know what they are, but they know that they have to sell off some pieces. And I think Andrew Kopp would be the would, would be a perfect a perfect kind of middle six guy who could who you could get away with putting on the top line and and watch him watch him cook in all situations. He's I think he's a little bit better than Smith in the sense of that he he also penalty kills. So for those of you who are not familiar, he is a left wing center. He's a left shot, right? Doesn't mean it's impossible to have him switch over to the other side, but he is he's a left shot. Played the right wing before. 27 years old, probably a true rental. I It would be unlikely he resigns here. Um, but right now, the cap hit would not be much because they do that prorated bullshit where there's only half the cap hit left or less than that. Right now, he's making 3.6 against the cap. We have, I think, somewhere around $6 million in cap space. We're going to have about seven by yeah, the time we're, the trade we're close to seven. Yeah. yeah. And if DeBrus gets moved... That and helps. if you're going for cop, you you move to brusque. That is plenty of cap space to to do something like that. Mm. I think he has a solid game. He's responsible defensively for the most part. Thirty two points in fifty four games. I don't know, man. That's that's a guy I really I have really high. I just don't see a fit for him if he is not comfortable switching to the right wing. Why would you say you don't think he would be resignable? I think he. The money that would come along with a player like that when he is probably testing free agency. I have a hard time seeing us be able to match money and still be okay with it. With having to re-sign Bergey, 9.5 kicks in for for Mac. Mm -hmm. There's some money constraints there. Um, It's not impossible, but I just don't. I, I see it being more of a true rental, personally. Got you. Do we uh, do we want to go ahead and start running down this Bruins potential target list here? Well, I mean, we skipped I... something. We really got to talk about guys. What do you Just because about? Andrew's going to get so upset that I'm bringing it up. Uh oh. I hey, will someone... actually. I will actually punch you in the face. Someone's season just ended. Tears. Ian. <laughs> I am pointing at the screen right now. Don't you fucking do it. A Mr. David Krejci. I'm out. Is now available. I quit. <laughs> His season ended uh, unceremoniously. Thomas, shut he the door. He could come to a league that has a season that ends ceremoniously. Right? Did I, did I do that? No, you're both shaking your heads. One of you so, is grimacing. So let's go to Bruins targets. 
Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, I'm so over the Krejci thing. Like it's it's a cute story. It would be this fucking Disney esque return. It's not happening. It's just not fucking happening. I do want to answer something on this. I wanted to bring it up because I've been seeing a lot about it. There are. There's one thing I keep seeing. Hey, wait, is, are we getting are we getting serious local now? Yeah, just for a moment. Okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I am unhinged this episode, and I apologize to absolutely <laughs> this no one. Oh, good point. David Krejci available. There are people asking, hey, if we sign him and he goes to waivers, can Arizona grab him and then we can take him from Arizona? They have closed that loophole. He has to go through waivers again. The reason I bring it up is that I feel like some people do not know that. It is a loophole that has already been closed that has been used previously uh, years back. He is such an unlikely candidate for any other team to allow us to grab. Mm -hmm. Even if we went, hey, we have cap space. Let's give him a stupid contract for one year. So teams are not inclined to grab him. No one wants to fucking help us. Mm -hmm. It would be a bottom feeder team, Montreal, that would have a heyday laughing at us as they grab him off waivers. They would gladly spend $6 million just to laugh at us. Yeah, well, they don't, they're don't. they not spending that money on uh, Jesperi Coquette and Yemi, so they can do it on here. Yeah, good point. Uh, still makes us the guys that can't get crazy. Yep. I agree. He's not coming here. I would love to see the drama of us trying and it not working. I love Krejci, and he would be at the expense of that. But let's be honest, that would be fucking funny as hell. I had to bring it up. Let's talk about targets. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the face, man. <laughs> I put together a name, a list of about 16 names, all of whom have been connected to us at least loosely since silly season kind of started. The silly season we kind of started. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go down the list, and I want, I want you guys – to either go yes to either say yes or no. If you if you say yeah if you say yes or no, just give a brief reason why. I'm I, I don't think we're going to spend too much time on most of these. I think a couple of these we we can have discussions about, but I think most of these are just dismissals. Yeah. All right. So you guys ready? Let's do it. All right. These are in no particular order. These are just names that I thought of as they were as they were coming in. So, and away we go. Claude Giroux. I, I'm going to say no because I just don't think that they're going to want to look to Boston for a trade. And I don't think we have the draft capital to get a player of that, that tier. No, because he doesn't want to come here. Yeah. That Agreed. too. Yeah. Agreed. Mark Giordano. Yes. I would take him, but I feel like the Leafs are probably the destination. I just have a bad feeling about it. Well, the, your feeling may come true. Leafs, the, he's willing to go there. Yeah. Uh, if Frank Cervelli is ne- to be believed. Yeah. Yes, but he I want really him. is. Yeah. I want him. Jacob Chikrin. No, I'm not completely against it. Uh, but again, I think this comes down to I think he's one of those names that people are going to start throwing stupid draft capital at or stupid prospects at to to grab. To be fair, I think Derek Forward just played his best of defense of the year on Saturday on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I would say I would be OK if it was Lori without a first rounder, because when you talk about an all situation lefty. Yeah, that's what Lori is supposed to be, and we'll just get a guy that fits our window better. Yeah, but right. for the most part, the the uh, first plus Lori, I'm not giving that up for that guy. No, I'm I'm still in the camp of Chickering is a very good defenseman that's going to be dealt like an elite one. 
Yeah, and I, that's and that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, I think yeah. I think somebody's going to give up something more than we're willing to. Because I will say, the nice thing about like kind of our position right now is we don't have the ability to go out and be really stupid at mm-hmm. the deadline. Mm-hmm. But so. we, we, yeah, we have an ability. We don't have to go out and be really stupid, but we can still get gettable solid pieces. Yeah. yeah. Next, <laughs> this name has been floated by one one. Uh, Bruins uh, blogger slash podcaster in particular. Um, but I'll just say it just to say it. PK Subban. What fucking blogger is that? Ian McLaren. Buddy, Ian, look, I respect you. No, no I, mm, I, mm, no, I don't, I don't want to be mean, but no. Cool. Maybe, maybe like four years ago, PK Subban, but at this point. Four years ago, PK Subban, I would take a look on that for sure. Yeah, yeah because he was it's, tooling on the Bruins four years ago. Yeah. yeah. This PK Subban, no chance in hell. No, that didn't. Didn't Jersey already tell him straight up, like we're not bringing you back next year? Jersey told him straight up that they're not bringing him back next year, and they're toying with the idea of terminating his contract right now. Yeah, that's a massive buyout. Jesus, yeah. it is. It is. And but so, they want to get out from under it. But that's a huge red flag there. Like, so what? What does anybody? There you, go. you know what I mean? It's just there you go. So uh, a hard pass. Hampus Lindholm, for whom the ask is a first, a top prospect, and an auxiliary piece. Mm. Mm. I don't think that's a terrible ask for a player like that. Um, and they're going to get it. They're not going to get it from us. I would take, yeah, a first Studnika as much as I love him and an auxiliary, auxiliary piece being Debrusque. uh Seneshin. Do you think uh, Studnika is a top Debrusque. prospect at this point, though? Like, I don't know if he really matches up that tier. If I have a good idea that he's going to re-sign with us, I'm... I'm pretty okay with giving up stud as the top prospect, but I'm not giving up uh, Lee Sell or Lori because those are a plus prospects. They, yeah. Those are, those are another level. That's, that's not something I'm willing to go with. Maybe Vok. Maybe I, I got to ask, are, are you, are you sort of massaging the language a little bit of what a top prospect? And I, th- a I prospect think he, I think to. he is. Yeah. But yeah. I, here's the thing. And, and I'm kind of on the opposite side with it is he's a top prospect for us in the sense that, he he could potentially be important to us, but I don't know if the league views him as that type of a prospect. You know, like I, I don't agree. know, I don't know if other general managers are looking at him and saying like he's a top tier prospect. Period. I agree. I just I just cannot give up our top two prospects. Oh, I'm with player. you. I'm totally and with a first. You if if yeah. it's one or the other, then there's a conversation. But I yeah. can't give up both. Yeah. But and and that's why I I just don't see him coming here because I don't think what they're asking for is is egregious. Once oh. again, the Bruins get outbid. You know, we yep. we just don't have the assets in the cupboard. Mm-hmm. We already t- we already talked about him, but we can just we can just reaffirm our positions. Andrew Cop. I'm interested. Yeah, I'm, I'm inter- interested Same. too. Yeah. Same. I'm very interested. I, I just have no clue what the price is. Like I have no clue what the price yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Well, we just have to wait for. Kevin Chevy Tahoe to figure that out. <laughs> Calvin DeHaan. I'm going to say no. I just, I'm just not a huge fan of the player, but I think, I think he's, he's certainly being upgrade over Cliffy. I, yeah. I think he's gettable. Mm-hmm. An upgrade over Cliffy for the price they're asking is not what I'm looking for. Yeah. No. What are they asking for DeHaan? Uh, I have heard a decent pick and a so-so prospect, and that is not enough for me to, like, 
I don't think Cliffy's so bad, especially after playoff Cliffy last year, that I'm giving up any sort of assets for a guy that I'm like, eh, he's okay. That's that's it. That, that's interesting that, that we bring up we bring up playoff Cliffy now, where he has. I don't think he's really been a thought for us, but that's an interesting point. Well, also, I haven't hey, screamed "God damn it, Cliffy!" in a while, other than the Swayman goal. That I mean, yeah. he was playing defense without a stick. I can't really blame him too much on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cliffy's just that teetering sixth, seventh defenseman, and if we're going to say that we're going to give up any sort of assets to slightly improve towards a sixth as opposed to a sixth and seventh, then I I don't really see the point of giving up anything for that. I don't think that helps us. Yeah, I agree with that. Ricard Raquel. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am. I'm in heavy talks, especially if I can get a sign trade. I am really interested. Yeah. Raquel is reportedly more interested in testing the free agent market. So he might be a little harder to sign. Does that change Mm -hmm. your view at all? I mean, it's a red flag. It definitely hesitates on the, and it hurts his price. I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Honestly, anybody who's going to be an unrestricted free agent, they all want to test free agency. That's the yeah. the hope is that you can bring him in and you the player likes your culture enough to give you a first shake. Similar to what we yeah, exactly. Similar to the Taylor Hall thing. Dylan Strom. I like it. I don't see the point in when we have other needs that need addressing. Okay. I I'm, agree. Yeah, I I'm agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I like the player. I like the idea, but I think it's one of those situations where you like the idea of the player more than the player itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Letty. No. Yeah, he's being held out. He was being he was held out last night uh, for Detroit. So in in what was called an asset protection move. I love how this is now a new buzz term. Yeah, it's, a, it's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I, mean, I think it makes sense. I, I agree with it. Yeah, I mean, it's been they've been doing that for years. They just finally gave it uh, a cute little term. But yeah, yeah I, I don't I don't know if Letty's a fit. No, I don't think so either. I think I we have Nick Letty at home. We call him Mike Riley. Um, <laughs> and I don't even know if he's better than than Riley yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. Which he's, is weird to say out loud because there were some years Letty was <laughs> Letty was a, Letty was a beast in his prime. Yeah. He's no longer in his prime. Uh. I only included this name because I kind of want to talk about the contract a little bit because he was linked to the Bruins since October and we kept telling you he wasn't coming here, but <sighs> too much hurdle. Thomas, you have to take the lead on this because you said exactly the right thing on the, on the text thread. The, the term and more importantly, the money is such a tradable contract. It's going to still be a tradable contact or contract in a couple of years. Uh, yeah, I would take it in two seconds because he's locked for good money right now. Yes. But but we'd be now that he's got a fucking eight year or three year uh, no no movement. It's not going to happen. And but that contract is beautiful. Like I I know Andrew is a little bit against that contract. Just I'm a lot against that contract well, just for the optics of it. But but because it's the Sharks. If anybody Correct. else signed, you know, if what it I mean? was like, another team, I would yeah. love the contract. Imagine- what if it was the Coyotes? If it, okay, actually, if it was the Coyotes, kind of actually could build around him. There you go. Yeah, the Sharks. If, sorry, Thomas, you're you've got a good point here. I mean, no, I mean, I've, I've the point's been made or whatever. I'm just going to start stumbling on it anyways. But, but as as an example of who that contract would be amazing for, Andrew would not have a second thought if it was a contract for say the Rangers. If the Rangers no. signed him to that deal, 
Holy Beautiful. fuck. What an Beautiful. amazing contract. Beautiful. So realistically, there's two, three teams in the NHL who shouldn't have signed that deal. Maybe the Sharks are one of them, but. Mm-mm. There's not a single team in the NHL that shouldn't have signed that deal yeah. because Thomas said the exact right thing. It is so tradable. If he gets massive injuries, then we go, okay, it didn't work out. That's the only thing in this deal. Even with a no movement clause, you can't, if you guys are bottoming out next year, you can't convince him to waive that. Come yeah. on. That is so tradable. But now, but now you have Timo Meyer, Tomas Hurdle, Eric Carlson, Brent Burns, Mark Edward Vlasic taking up 60% of your cap mm-hmm. and your prospect pool is garbage. And you can trade two of those guys in a heartbeat. You are From always going to have to deal the other with one? the other three. Who's the other one? Timo Meyer? Timo Meyer is an guy you build, yeah. but isn't Timo <laughs> <Yeah>. Meyer? <laughs> you kind of have Timo Meyer, Timo Meyer, and Tomas Hurdle are two guys that you kind of that you kind of are able to build around. But mm-hmm. I believe because of Vlasic, Burns, and Carlson, it's a bad deal for them. You, I, I just don't them. see it that way. Exactly. If draft night comes and you sit there, you're sitting in the room with Hurdle, and just go, you know what? we're not going to be able to make this work next year and we're going to suck again. Do you want to go to the Minnesota wild and be like competitive? And he would go, yeah, I fucking do. I'm not sure about that. I think he wanted, he wanted to stay in San Jose the whole time. Do you want to go to Tampa Bay lightning? Do you want to go to the Florida Panthers? Do you want to go to Colorado? We can make it work. Yeah. He can choose pick where he goes. Exactly. Yeah. I just and think still I, get full value because yeah. he's at an elite center at eight million a year. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I still I, I still don't I don't I still don't view the contract that way because of the optics of it because of what's surrounding him. But like you said, if if the Rangers signed him, if hell if a team like Arizona signed him, beautiful deal. Yeah. So I agree with you on that on that mm-hmm. aspect. We'll agree to disagree. Okay. On the other side. I, I was going to say, I agree with you. So you agree to disagree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back to the names that are actually available. This one, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in just to see if he can bounce back. Sean Monahan. I have never liked his game. I don't want him. Oh, really? Okay. All right. I always thought he was a paper tiger. Always. Do you think he's proving it with uh, with a harder coach as Sutter, like Sutter, or do you think do you think this is just not a good fit? Because I, I think the latter. I have never thought that he bought into a system, and Calgary finally has a system, and all of a sudden he can't fit. Mm-hmm. I have never liked what he does, and I, I he has had amazing se- or really good seasons, and I've been like, just don't like the player. I don't want him. Kind of like you view on Paul Stasny. I don't want okay. to do that. But... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It's still, no, no, yeah. we've talked about this before. They, Paul Stasny's had some great seasons, but you've never liked the player. Yeah, mm-hmm. just, I just, I've never thought that he was as good as his best season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thomas? Uh, my answer is real simple. I think Al is a better 2C option for us right now, and he's already here. Wow. That's wow, actually a bigger statement a, than I made. Yeah. That, 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 is, that is a damning statement for Monahan. And but some no, praise ha- for Howlow, which I love. To that's hear. a good it's praise for Howlow, but it's damning for Monahan. Both, mm-hmm. both two things can be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jacob Middleton. It's his a lateral move. Yeah, his his name's bounced around so much. It doesn't it doesn't set off waves for me at all. But I wouldn't Ask be upset if he gets here player. because yeah, like I wouldn't be upset if he got here because we have the capital where we could make that work and it's it's reasonable. But I, I don't know I don't I don't know what it does for us. Yeah, and I'd be upset if we gave up a second for him. You think yeah. so? 
Yeah, I think I, I think like he's worth. Second. I think he's worth a second, but because it's going to be like a mid to late down. second. I think, think the so? price is going to go down. Yeah, and that's going to be that could be a potential like Monday afternoon type right. deal that they can pull off. So you know, before we move on, I just want to point out there was a, a statement or a tweet or something forever ago that guys can just sit around naming baseball players as a baseball tweet. Just naming baseball players and and nodding their heads and have the best time. I'm having so much fucking fun just naming <laughs> hockey players and be like, yes. What's better than this? <laughs> Guys being dudes. We're essentially doing hockey hot or not right now. Oh, right. I'm having <laughs> so much fun with no, this. No, 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 no. It's it, it, Thomas. Now the kids are playing Smasher Pass. <laughs> oh, Smasher Pass. Is that what right. it is? It's not, wait, is it Kill, Mary, Kill? Wait, Kill, yeah, was, it's fuck, no, Mary, Kill. Mary, kill. Yeah, you're you stepping on my next joke. Damn it. I'm cutting yes. that. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, Phil Kessel, fuck, Mary, Kill. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we, we play Praying Mantis. We fuck, then kill. <laughs> no, I fuck Phil Kessel, the hot dog man. You kidding me? All right, that sounded... Don't clip that. Uh, <laughs> I He's actually... A hundred percent... If I can get him for a fourth, I know the ask is a third, but if I can get him for a fourth, absolutely. You've kind of beat me into submission with this. I just, I just, he's still whipping the puck. He's not scoring right now. He's playmaking though. He's playmaking. He doesn't play defense, but you're sitting on a line with Bergeron and Marchand. I'm not super worried about your lack of ability to get back and forth on the ice. Right. I'm kind of like bring Phil Kessel home. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think he will go for a third to a contender because I feel like he's he's worth it to a contender because of his experience and all that. But the dude, you know, he's going to show up and play. He's worth like, it. I love that statement. Yeah. He's worth it. He's fucking he is worth it. I I I I've I I've been against it for a bit, but he's played very well. That he's actually he's played very well this year. He's played objectively. He's had a solid year over there. Objectively. Yeah. And he's worth so, it just for if we bring back the commercials of him goofily breaking walls in a hotel. That's what I want to see. Oh, you just want the memes. I want the memes so badly. Are you kidding me? That's why that's you don't even have Poyarvi on this list. That's why I want Poyarvi. He's a meme queen. Po- King. Uh, Je- okay. Whatever. All right. Bon- bonus name. Jesse Poyarvi. Jesse yeah. Pool Party. I think he's a I think he would be a great DeBrusque swap if Edmonton is dumb enough to do it. You kind of answered your own question there. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If, I, I if just there's think a Ed- one for one. Well, Edmonton's been so out on him for years, and then all of a sudden he's like doing well, and then he gets injured. I wonder if they're kind of like, fuck it, just ship him off. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would like to see if Edmonton would sell low on him. Mm-hmm. I doubt it, but you know, that's a call you make because of that franchise yeah. in general. You 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 could you could sell Ken Holland on Jake DeBrusk. You could send Kel Holland on a fucking moldy cup of coffee. That man is <laughs> it's fine. We're gonna move on. Yeah, you I, gotta I if if you're trying to make a deal with Edmonton, you shoot your shot. The worst case scenario is they smarten up and say no. Yeah. Well, the 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 the, the first time the next time they smarten up is the first time they smarten up. <laughs> um, <laughs> Justin Braun. I kind of like this name. Yeah. Give me yeah. the reasoning because I'm kind of like, I'm so lukewarm on this. I think he's a middle four defender that could play top four minutes in a pinch. He's, so, he's very solid defensively. He would, I think I, he's a, he's at the very least a significant upgrade over, um, over Clifton, Clifton, or at least four Borden, maybe four can switch to the right. 
What side does he shoot? I actually don't know this. Um, I, I don't know if he's a typical right or left. I can't remember with him. Oh, now, now I've pushed. The rapid fire has died. I, I ruined it. <laughs> I don't know enough about Justin Braun, apparently. No, nah, I don't either. God, name any hockey player, and I can't tell you which side they shoot. I'm a, I'm a fraud. I'm a fraud. <laughs> he's a righty. He's a righty. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a moderate upgrade. What do you think he costs, though? Not much. I, yeah. much. I mean, if it's a mild upgrade on the third line, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I, I'm just lukewarm. I, I, I don't think that's that's a big deal to me. No. That's the kind of deal we're going to get this deadline. <laughs> Everyone's going to be pissed. I would be fine. I would be fine. I, I said this about Middleton a couple weeks ago. I'd be fine with this deal if it was an auxiliary deal. Yes. I, yeah, I'd be yeah. I'd be more than fine with it. I think I, I I think it's a worthwhile get. Now, low qual. I'm all about it. Why don't you take the lead on this one? Oh, Travis Sanheim, baby. Why is Travis Sanheim available? I actually don't know if he is at this point. It was so Ristolainen and gets signed to a five by five, I believe. That's correct. Five years, five million for a guy that you made a mistake giving up a first for in the first place. That's kill in fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> I am wearing, for those of you who don't know, a fucking Philly jersey right now. Literally nobody of, knows this. Nobody knows it, but now they do. <laughs> because they might have opened the door for us to acquire a legitimate game changer for us in the playoffs. I think Sanheim is responsible enough. He is prone to the mental mistake every now and again, but he's a top four defenseman who has a great outlet pass, in my opinion. I think he's underrated in some ways in Philly. This guy is exactly what I want. He has a couple of years of term, I believe. Mm -hmm. Let's get him. Let's get him if he's available. But here's the kicker. When Risto got re-signed for that five by five, a lot of rumors floated out there that Sanheim might be available. And I bought in but I haven't heard anything in the past 24 hours about any talk about Sanheim. And that's what worries me is that maybe they have not shopped him like we thought he would. I think they have because there's been rumblings within the organization. And, and I've seen this happen all year is that Sanheim's kind of been in in and out of Yo's doghouse this year. Oh yeah. Um so if I'm picking, I mean, f first of all, if I'm Chuck Fletcher, wake me up please, I'm in a nightmare. But if I'm Chuck Fletcher, I'm picking Sanheim, but is Chuck Fletcher smart enough to pick Sanheim over Mike Yo, a guy who's probably not going to be here next year? I mean, the answer, you said smart enough. And I, I think the answer is um, written in stone on that one. I just, I think every team in the league that is trying to compete right now should be staring at Philadelphia if Sandheim's available. Mm -hmm. Because I think Philly, if they're giving him up because they just signed Ristolainen to too much money, they're probably going to sell him way too low. I don't know. I'm, I, I, there's a lot of this is when like like Philadelphia's front office is just walking through the woods and it's dark out and the red eyes start popping up. And it's every front office of every other team. 
That's just, it's hunting time. Like, this is a team that doesn't know what they're doing. This and is Sanheim so is a, a really good player with some term. I think it'd be ridiculous if he gets moved for a low price and bosses not in on it. Uh, that is the trade. Usually, I don't get mad that we didn't make the trade, right? Because I usually think there's other things that, that affect those the, those moments. Sure. This will be the moment I'd be I'd be livid if if I didn't hear our name in it. Philly has been terrible all year. Travis Sandheim is a plus three. Plus minus is a dog food side, except in extreme cases. This is an extreme case. This is an extreme case. It's showing that he is a positive player when he is on the ice. The Philly is a better team when he's on the ice. And you just signed Rasmus Ristolainen to a five-year, $5 million contract. I can't say that with a straight face. This <laughs> is an NBA thing where teams trade too much to get a player and then feel that they need to justify it and sign them to a max deal. And you sit there and go, you are now going to give up other players because you signed this player to too much money. You're compounding your mistakes. Yeah. And Philly is in the middle right. of it. Bad and you know what it is? You know what, you know what it is too? It's going it, it, to be a perpetual motion device because now it's, he's not that bad. He just signed a five-year, $5 million contract. Would he be bad if he signed that? Is he bad because he signed that contract? He's still bad. You know what's crazy? Go with or without it. It's not even untradeable. Yeah, that's what's crazy is because he's a big defenseman. Bad franchises are bad because they make stupid decisions and then compound on those decisions. Sometimes a team is bad because it has bad players. Shocking. <laughs> Sandheim should be on the top of a lot of teams lists if he is available. And right now, I'm curious if he is, because, again, a lot of talk about him and then it died out. I'm really not sure right now. Yep. I'm with but, you though, Ian. If yeah. if if you're not at least looking into it, you're you're failing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. Those are all the names that have been ten, it, at least loosely connected to Boston. I didn't want to like just include names just to include names. Yes, I think uh, I think that's a good list. I think that was an extensive list for us. Um, real quick, mm. I'm gonna do a Twitter check to see if anything's happened. Uh, because I don't want to, like, if we're right, let's take two seconds to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We don't want to be, we want to be on top of breaking news if there is any. Is this a joke, Alex? Alexis Lafreniere for his first career power play point? Is that a joke? That can't be literal, right? There's no way it's his first, right? No, it's his first. He had zero. What? Yep. I'm getting sidetracked. Damn it, Twitter. Hold on. No, that's really funny, though. Wayne Simmons got waved. <laughs> Sorry. I still think he's a valuable, like, 13th guy. Yeah. Fucking uh, Tia called me out for accidentally calling Heedle Keedle um, because I was blurry-eyed during it. Do you know where all fucking, all three of us are exhausted every time we record yeah. this podcast, right? Like, all three of us are all exhausted every time. I'm literally yawning as you say that. <laughs> I, I scrolled down far enough where I would have seen something, right? Yeah, like, I'm not seeing anything. I didn't have any alerts on my phone, or so nothing sizable happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I just wanted to make sure that we didn't purposefully leave something out. Okay, yeah. Thank you for humoring me, guys. I know it's late. I'm sorry. That's okay. No, no, it's it, that was actually that was actually a good a good good opportunity to check to see if anything happened, and nothing has happened. I mean, we're still a few days away, right? <laughs> I we are. The Boston Bruins really will wait to the last minute, and it's not going to be a big deadline. No, it's really not. No. 
It's not going to be a big deadline. A lot of people are going to be a lot of people are going to be disappointed. But you want to know something? I we've been we've all been saying this except for you except for you, Ian. But you were kind of on the meme train more than anything else. We've been saying that this isn't going to be this isn't going to be huge because there isn't a lot of people. There's a lot of it's, it's a rental market. It's there's a lot of rentals out there. How be. dare you? I made a 53 minute video. In the very, <laughs> I think the second to last question I answered was prepare to be disappointed because it's not going to be a big deadline. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> I have been on this since the beginning. Really, Thomas is the one who said three months ago, the Bruins aren't going to do a lot at the deadline. You really did. You called this from way yeah, You called outside. your shot on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't think it's going to be a lot going on. No. And honestly, I don't, I think league wide, I think it's going to be a little bit of a letdown. There's a couple of names that we know are going to move, but the way I saw it, and which has never really happens, right? Where like a middling team just jumps up. But the way I saw it, if two of the three of Giroux, uh, Chikrin, and Hurdle got traded, that's a pretty good deadline for the NHL. Yeah. yeah. And it's still possible. And I think Giroux is the only one that gets traded at this point. I think Giroux is almost certain to get traded. But mm-hmm. Chikrin at this point, I'm really. Uh, they could trade him whenever they have. Yeah. They can wait on their price if for they literally a year and a half. Draft, they could get another haul. Yeah. I I would wait to the draft if I was them. I would <laughs> because I feel like you know a little bit more of what you want to do. Make that move. Pick the player you want, even though you have like two scouts in your whole fucking system. But pick the player that you want. Why am I insulting Arizona for no reason? Eh, it's it's just scrapping your whole system, but you have 1,800 picks. Yeah. You got to hit on one of them. <laughs> Imagine if they hit on all, though, and they turn into a dynasty in the desert. Oh, dynasty in the desert. Oh, I coined that immediately. In eight years when that's a thing, I want you all to point back to this pod. Dynasty of the desert. Nailed it. Okay. You guys I don't. <laughs> it's like you don't believe me. It's like you don't think that's going to happen. We're yeah, not going to remember this. I'm not. I, yeah, I'm not entirely <laughs> sure we're going to have. I'm not entirely sure we're going to have a dynasty in the desert in front of 3,200 people. Okay. Well, you know what? <laughs> I want everyone to know that if that gets edited down, they paused for 19 seconds. They just stared <laughs> at me for 19 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> and right. you deserved every last second. <laughs> Let's uh let's start to wrap this one up. Uh, I do love love this idea. Predict one contender that will go stupid and make their team worse. You're and you're not allowed, allowed to pick Sherrod, yeah. <laughs> which is the obvious answer here because I believe I believe that deal made Florida just a little bit <laughs> less interesting. I, I don't think it made them worse. I think they have enough forward depth where yeah. I think it's a. At worst, lateral move, but I get I'm, what you're saying. It, but they, uh, I won't say worse, but I will say they made me like them just a little bit less. Like That's I'm a little fair. bit less excited about that team. That's fair. Um, this is a hard question. It really is yeah. because I'm, I want to use my heart and not my mind. I want to see certain teams make a move that kind of pull them off. I want to see Toronto do something really stupid. If they get a player like fucking Giordano, it's going to suck. It's going to piss me off unless Giordano goes there and I'm not going to wish injury on anybody, but unless he goes there and, and falls on his face and it doesn't work or Tavares falls on his face again and it Mm -hmm. doesn't work, you know, like that's, I'm, I, I can't help but read this question and not think with my heart and, uh, and, and more so like my cynical, angry, 
hatred <laughs> towards certain teams, but that would that would be something that would jump out at me. Like I would like to see Toronto be the team that does something stupid and and it hurts them because they look very gettable right now. And it is it's been really fun to watch the last couple of weeks where they kind of fall off and the Bruins have been picking it up with this recent recent stretch of play where they're basically winning eighty percent of their games. Ten, two, and one in their last thirteen. I'll yeah. take it. Uh I'll say that Toronto nine and three since January first. Sorry? 23, 9, and 3 since January 1st. Whew. I will say Toronto is a likely candidate for a goalie move that they eradicate their bottom 6-4, mm-hmm. which would be really funny because in the past few years, their problem in the playoffs was scoring, yeah, not goaltending. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. I think the Rangers are a prime candidate to make themselves worse Real moves. Yeah, well, they have a they have a they have a big head start with that Toronto trade. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I think they're going to try to push for something. I don't love their depth. So there's a lot of like this is a weird pick, but I could really see them going for something that you just sit there and go, what the fuck was that all about? Mm-hmm. Based on their offseason, really, where they signed a bunch of guys that I went. I mean, I know you want to fight Tom Wilson, but <laughs> I don't know if this pays off. Yeah. The, probably my best pick, though, for somebody who's really going to fuck themselves is the Wild. They're in panic mode right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the right answer. Yeah. They're still a good team. They're still they're still a good team, but but that goaltending that goaltending is pretty shaky. I don't think Kim. I don't think Talbot and Kokkinen are a uh, Stanley Cup run of a goaltending tandem. I'm scared of that team because the third line is so unbelievably dominant. And what they did to us the other night was unheard of good. Mm-hmm. They, first of all, Coyle lost three out of every four faceoffs he had. And it looked like the third lines were matching up together. Their third line had a 90, I think it was a 96 or a 98% expected goals for number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How insane is that? They There's call a- it the grief line, which is an, Awesome fucking name. I <laughs> fucking Lume, love that. Erickson, Eck, and Foligno, correct? Yep. They're really good. <laughs> They're really good. That kind of line in your bottom six means you're going to the conference final. That is a scary team, but they've been on a slide lately. I think they're better than their record. They're they got to make a the panic move. Up. Yeah, they're going to make a panic move, and I think it's going to end up sinking them in the long run. Yeah. Just well, to circle back with the the, the Rangers, too. They're they're at least a year or two ahead of where they should be with the rebuild. Yes. So I I hope for their sake, for friends of mine who are Rangers fans down here, uh, I hope that they don't make a stupid move and and fuck up their rebuild. But mm-hmm. at the same time, kind of hope they fuck up their rebuild. <laughs> I mean, the the the, I, the biggest hope for that is that Shister, the the horseshoe falls out of Shishkin's ass. I just don't see it. It's not even a horseshoe. You yeah. watch that guy and you go, that ain't that ain't luck. Yeah. There ain't nothing lucky about that. That guy's unbelievable. You went from Lundqvist to fucking Shostarkin. Fuck you guys. We went from Ras to Swayman. Yeah, but we're the Bruins. We deserve that. Fuck the Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, who do you got for uh, for this question? Wild is a really good answer. The Wild is a really, really good answer. Um. 
that's a tough one. But you were the one who posed the question. <laughs> I, you were the one that came up with it in the group chat. Credit where it's due. Oh, did I? Damn. Yeah. Um. So I, I recognize my own genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tequila I, Red Bull, I, guys. It's terrible. I, Never try it. <laughs> I absolutely have to go with Thomas's answer. I feel like Toronto's going to do something drastic mm-hmm. because that first that first round playoff drought is getting critical mass over there, and yep. if it's not already, would you trade Matthews for Swayman one for one? <laughs> um, I hate you, <laughs> but in a heartbeat. Come on, there's no way you say no to that. I'm not. I'm. Uh, I, I'm. I'm not. Tra- I'm not trading those traps. I'm pleading the fifth on that one. <laughs> Are you? No, you guys could not leave me hanging on that. You we, would keep Swayman over getting Matthews. I just don't want to. Is this I a real question say, you're asking? Yeah, he is. Well, now I am because you guys are sitting there like, well, I don't know about that. Of course I, we would. But it's okay, we don't want to say it on this podcast. We can you say that to, privately. Okay. I mean, I, <laughs> this is all going to get cut. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fuck the dirt stash, but he's yeah. a generational talent. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. I thought you guys would. All right. Anyway. I think yeah. you're going insane on me. For I think it's the fact that you post the question. You shocked me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, kind of mad at him for it. Oh shit. Am I a clickbaiter now? God, <laughs> I didn't mean to, didn't mean to do it. Top 10 reasons that Austin Matthews should be traded for Jeremy Swayman. Number six will shock you. <laughs> I hate, this is the one thing I will be the lamest YouTube channel forever. As long as I don't do that fucking shit. Yeah. I'm a grown man. I don't need the attention from the internet. I do it because I like it. I don't need the attention of the internet. Goes on the internet three yeah. to four times a week. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it's an exhausting amount of work. I do it truly because I enjoy it. And I think a lot of the <laughs> listeners know that. And I don't we get it. We're, 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 we're busting your nuts there, Claire. Calm down. <laughs> They're well busted. Oh, God. That was a. I'm a visual person. That's a bad visual. All right. Let's go, let's go to predictions, boys. All right. Predictions. This is going right. to be an easy one because we're off this weekend. So Right. Prediction is Krejci comes back to the Bruins. Oh, and so, enough. So not, what, not what you meant? Please <laughs> slam the door. Uh, um, so we're playing tonight, Winnipeg, and then we play Monday in Montreal. Then we have two games off, Tuesday, Wednesday, or two days off on Tuesday and Wednesday. So we'll probably record either Tuesday or Wednesday. So we only have two games to predict. Does this help you guys? Because I'm you're still on the a shit out right of us. now. Yeah, Maybe this fucking... will help turn shit around for you guys. Thomas is on a heater right now. We mm-hmm. didn't even have a conversation about who won this week because we got destroyed. Yep. I was also, about, what was it? 4.9 seconds away from nailing the score as well last night. Mm-hmm. So, yep. bummer for me. <laughs> I'm like, all but right, goes in and you're like, about, oh, yeah. well, because oh. we're about to lose, and I'm like, man, this sucks. And I was like, well, I have the score right, and we haven't had that yet on the podcast. And then an empty netter, and I was like, I lost twice while winning. This makes no fucking <laughs> sense. And then I went to the I went to the living room. I grabbed a spoonful of peanut butter, ate it over the sink, swig of milk, bedtime. 
Did, and did you try the tequila Red Bull? Because the tequila Red Bull would have really. I, I, I did not try that. Unfortunately, it's I saved so myself. Stop trying to make that a thing, man. <laughs> I don't want to make it a thing. It's just what I'm drinking to keep myself awake and also keep myself energetic. Turns out this whole episode is probably a shit show of me, and I won't remember any of it. <laughs> so you won't remember the predictions. Uh, I'm not even writing them down this time because I am lost to the wind on predictions. I haven't won in weeks. <laughs> it, I think it's been like eight or nine weeks for you, man. I again want to point out that week one, Andrew said, no matter what, at the end of the day, Thomas is going to win this. <laughs> and for a little while there, I was up six to three to three, I think, at one yeah. point. I was like, this is easy. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got my teeth kicked in for eight weeks. Yeah. And uh, here we are, nine weeks. Hey, Thomas, can I have an extra prediction point at the end of the year for predicting that? Yeah, yeah he, he deserves they, it, honestly. He's got the extra tiebreaker there. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, Do you I want to turn dead. your luck around? Yes. Go ahead and start. Uh, who are we playing? Winnipeg. <laughs> Winnipeg and Montreal. All right, are we at Winnipeg or are we home for that? We are Friday? at both teams. We are oh, on a little okay. Canada swing here. Okay, Winnipeg. We haven't lost two in a row in a while. Uh, so obviously we're not going to do it now. We're going to beat Winnipeg four to three in overtime. Okay. I say three, two in regulation. Um, team's going to bounce back. Day of rest will probably really make a difference. A couple of lineup changes. I think Stanika is is going to slot in tonight. Um, probably his last showcase before any potential trade. So, 3-2. Uh, Winnipeg is uh, kind of falling, falling off of, falling out of favor right now. So, get them while they're down. So, Winnipeg is... Uh has won two in a row. They're six, three, and one in their last ten. <laughs> Just completely throwing Andrews shit out the window. <laughs> they have been so bad this season. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go against you guys. I'll say a loss. So, uh, I'll say, I'll say a three-one loss. Don't like that. Mm, don't like it either. But I don't like losses. I'm gonna either. predict a win against Montreal because fuck Montreal. That's a four-two dub. Ooh, saucy. You do such mathematically like responsible shit, and I. Oh, hate I'm sorry. It. I don't say seven to to a shuddy every yeah. other week, like you fucking idiots. <laughs> hey, well, we 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 vote with our heart. So I said it a couple weeks ago on the podcast. You guys spend an hour on this podcast, knowledgeable hockey fans, all these great takes, and then we get to predictions, and you guys literally just vomit all over the fucking microphone. <laughs> It's a three-one dub against Montreal. I'm not even. I'm not even gracing that with it. <laughs> I mean, this uh, just uh, all seriousness for a second. Uh, Montreal is just a different team under Marty Saint Louis. Mm-hmm. They are a different. Cole Caulfield has found his NHL life, which I'm genuinely happy for him. Which I find very conflicting. Yeah, same. I I I, I hate that. I love it. I don't like Cyril, young buddy, players shout struggling. Out I'm always rooting for them. Yeah, same here. Searle, buddy, shout out to you. Your team is a lot better now that they jettisoned Ducharme. You called that. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm, I believe Swayman's going to get the start. And, well, at least I hope Swayman's going to get the start. If 
I don't know who's actually I don't know who's gonna get the start. I don't know. Who knows? If Whoever you want to say your start. score anytime, that'd be really cool. <laughs> Whoever gets the start, they're getting a shutty. Three zero. Let's go. I will <laughs> say this team, how it's not even like, hey, is St. Louis that good of a coach? It's how fucking bad was Deshaun? Like what the hell? I don't. I I'm not entirely sure if Saint Louis if Saint Louis is a great coach, but I will say the players are playing like they've been freed from prison. It's unbelievable. Night. Do you know that Saint Louis already has eight wins? The number that he took over the team at. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're up to sixteen wins. wins. Yep. 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 Is that not? Literally absurd. Ducharme's never going to coach in the NHL again. Yeah, he will. <laughs> As a head coach, it's the NHL. You yeah, know I, they will. I think he's got a pretty good chance to. He'll be back. Not maybe not next year, but I guarantee you in the next like three years. Oh he'll, my god, he'll have that, a stupid that, ass job offer. That's a hell of a take. Yeah, I don't think so. I think I I, I think he may have tarnished his own reputation beyond repair. Got to stand like a final can't fix. Yeah. Might take three years, but someone will go, you know, he went to the Stanley Cup final. You know what? You're absolutely right. Forget I said that. You're absolutely fucking right. Yep. It took less than a right. month. Took less than a month for him to double their wins on the season. Mm-hmm. And it took less than two minutes for Andrew to do a complete 180 because we sold it. We're so good at that. We're salesmen. Right. No, all you had to all you had to do was remind me that people in the NHL recycle more than fucking Climate Pledge Arena over in Seattle. <laughs> Did you hear that? Uh, oh, which team was it that's about to fire their coach? I think it's a uh, shoot. There was a contender that's been struggling lately. It might be the Wild actually that's been struggling lately. Dan, Dean Evison's not getting fired. The name thrown around was Claude Julian <laughs> for taking over the team. Oh yeah. And I was, was just sitting Vegas? there like, God, it was Vegas. Thank yes, you. it was, it was Vegas, Vegas. Actually, I remember reading that. Yeah, yeah, yeah Peter DeBoer. And if, oh, man, if they miss the playoffs. Oh, that whole front office is in trouble. Mm-hmm. Good. They deserve to have a little bit of pain. They, they need to they need to experience it. God, I, I remember when they first got in the league and I said they didn't earn this. And my buddy, Alex, the fucking Canes fan, typical, was just like, really? They have to earn it through pain? And I'm like, yes, they yes. absolutely have to earn a Stanley Cup final through pain. You 100%. don't just get to walk into the league and go to the Stanley Cup final. No, you need to earn that shit with you a penalty that ends your season or a absolute collapse in game seven. Like you need to feel that pain yep. before you, you deserve it. You don't know it. the good until you've had some bad. Yep. Yes. That's, Fuck Vegas. That's 90% of the reason that I can't stand that franchise. Because mm-hmm. their stupid ass fans just thought, oh, this is how easy it is to get to a Stanley Cup final. And there's at least 25 teams in this fucking league who are like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Straight 20, up. Straight 20 up. years from now, I'm going to look back and go, wow, that front office did a great job early in their expansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not doing it now. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they did do a great job, but fuck them. <laughs> yeah. But fuck them. Two things can be true. Yep. Boys. Uh, I will. I'm excited to review the uh, the deadline, but I'm more excited to uh, talk about winning that Montreal game when Travis Han- Sanheim scores two goals for the Boston Bruins. Fuck yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> and if you guys do want another whole load of bullshit YouTube channel, local Bruins fan, there is an hour long video of also trade talk. Um, mm-hmm. 
this is more fun than that but you know it's 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 fine it's fine it's fine <laughs> and God, here you don't have so to funny. you don't have to uh, seek dom dom's uh, permission i'm not trying that last name you don't have to seek dom's permission to use the cards dom lucision he's a, such a baller i really appreciate him giving me giving me approval to use his player cards in that video he's a, oh he's the man I, I do love dom lucision great follow on twitter he's worth the subscription to uh, the athletic by far yes absolutely yes. Happy deadline. I hope we all get a little bit of sleep this weekend. I'm not predicting a very relaxing weekend, but for everybody listening, thank you very much. Enjoy the game tonight against Winnipeg. I hope I'm wrong. I hope we get that W. Go Bees. Go Bees! Later, boys. Later. Later, kids. I'd show you. No, I've seen it. I've seen it.